they'll teach you history, yeah. but they'll teach you but they'll what teach they you, want you to yeah. think, what they want you to think is And none of it has ever been true. What's good, good people? It's your boy Shay, good guy. Coming at y'all with a final episode of Being Black on Earth to close out the 20 teens heading into the 2020s. I'm ready to jump off this motherfucking train. If I'm being honest, 2019 has not been good to me. 2019, I think, has epitomized the Trump era. Gentrification is rampant. I am being steamrolled by it right, right now. In fact. And I've just had a lot of ups and downs and I'm not making any excuses and I'm actually feel pretty bad because I only gave you guys a half a year of being black on earth. I was doing a lot of the episodes via my phone and I don't like doing that just because of the production quality. But shout out to Nadege Green who I actually met the other day and she gave me some pointers on how I can create a sound booth quality program no matter where I am. She gave me a few pointers. She is a veteran she works with WLRN and she recently did a podcast on climate gentrification uh, as it pertains to how little Haiti right now is being gentrified because of its high elevation. And the expectation is that parts of Florida, South Florida will be underwater the next 10 years. So they're coming after little Haiti and rearranging, changing the landscape of that neighborhood right now. It's a great dope podcast. You want to check that one out. I wonder if you guys know, everyone's looking for the new year, you know, in a few hours, everybody's going to be popping bottles and blowing up fireworks, giving hugs, kisses, even to people you don't like, you want to squash beef because you want to go into new year with any beef and all that good stuff. And that is great. That is wonderful. However, for me over here, being black on earth, Shay, good guy, I don't celebrate the new year in winter. My new year always begins in spring. And I noticed that and maybe it's the same for you. A lot of times I have a pattern that seems to a reoccurring pattern that seems to happen in my life where right around fall, winter, things start to get a little frustrated for me, for lack of a better word. Things start falling apart. I have to reassess things. And usually around spring, I hit a boom. You know, things start looking up. And I will have you know that that actually coincides very much with the natural revolution of the earth. If you think about the seasons and how things run seasonally, when to plant and when to harvest, all of those things, they coincide with those seasons. And usually the new year for most indigenous cultures would occur in, in and around the springtime. Whereas in the winter time is when you would hunker down, conserve what you have, make an assessment of what you have and sort of uh, be more reflective, introspective as you prepare for the spring planting. And that's pretty much how I run my life. And I know a lot of you guys are making New Year's resolutions. And the big joke is that you're going to make a New Year's resolution and then in in a week and a half, a month or so, that's just going to be out the window. So let me just give you a few pointers if you want to be sort of in tune with nature and I think it will help you to to create healthy habits and maybe even break some bad ones. So I'm going to suggest that you don't try to create a New Year's resolution tonight or have been thinking about it for the past month or what have you. And then New Year hits and now you're 
you're on it. This is what you're doing. You're in the gym at four o'clock in the morning or suddenly you're only eating salads, you know, no meals past six and all of that. It's going to be tough for you to do. The reason why you break it is because you're trying to just do it. You know, what is it? <laughs> like Charles LaBeouf, uh, how we pronounce his name? You're just trying to like do it like Nike. And that's not the way we work. We all know that human beings are largely mental, emotional beings. Logic, I'm not dissing us, but logic doesn't appeal to us very much, especially in our day-to-day, when we get into our day-to-day life. You know, you apply a logic, you you, you kind of want to set it and forget it when it comes to logic. You want to like, I know this is what I have to do, 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 do. You set it up and then you just kind of run, run it, right? So if you're making a lifestyle change, which is really tough to do and that's what it is you can't think of it as like i'm going to start working out for 2019 if you can't like this thing that you just push a button it's a lifestyle change and you have to you have to take i recommend rather than making a new year's resolution now and trying to start it now make a give yourself a set of things that you want to change going into 2020 and you take these next few months from december maybe you could have started in november Going from December through February, you have your list and you just meditate on it. You start to ponder, what would that really be like? Test yourself. See what it's like for you to get up at four o'clock in the morning. And that way, if you don't get up at four o'clock in the morning, it's really no skin off your nose because you're just doing these test runs. You know, you get up at four o'clock in the morning. Ah, Maybe you realize you don't like it. It doesn't work for you. Maybe you realize that you don't really need to get up that early. Maybe you need to get up at six o'clock in the morning instead. And if you can't manage what is, figure out what is your best time to get up, then you could try a workout. Nothing heavy. Doesn't have to be a full day, a full hour. Maybe you just do a nice quick 15 minute jog on the treadmill just to see how your body acclimates. And then if you can do more, this is your play around period. This is your pondering period. This is a time when you kind of want to assess your situation. You want to count your sheep, as the Bible would say, um, to quote the Bible for those Bible lovers out there, just so you know that it's in there. This is the time when you want to look back on your year. What did you do right? What did you do wrong? What can you do better? Um, Preparing for the worst, that kind of a thing. And you want to spend some time reflecting on that. You want to get yourself a little notebook or use a note app on your phone and actually take notes on these things. That's what this is the time when everything slows down is usually in the winter. Things die. There's not much going on. If you live in a, in a tropical area like we do here, like I do here in Miami, the season, the tourist season is over. So people aren't making much money around this time or do I have that mixed up? No, I think it's, I think I might have that mixed up. Actually, I think this is the tour season. Whatever. Well, you know what I mean. It's a slowdown time. That's all I'm trying to say. And it's for you to also slow down and be more introspective. And it's not meant for you to do it in one day, in one week. It's meant for you to take a few months and check yourself and reassess yourself and replenish yourself. Take a class. Take a vacation. Even a staycation, if you will. Get the checkup that you've been meaning to get, you know, that health checkup, you know, um, visit some family, maybe don't see anyone at all for a while. Get off the technology, 
anything that you need to do that's going to help you self-reflect. Just think of this season, think of the winter season as a reflective time from now until February. And the springtime is when you're ready to spring out, come out. Then you can, then you're ready. Then you, another thing you want to do is make sure that in doing so, whatever it is that you plan to do, that you have set up the infrastructure that's going to help you to do it, that you've, that you've prepared yourself, you know, so if you're going to, if you said you're going to work out, maybe now is the time you just work out which gym you're going to use, get the membership, how much you're going to spend on that membership. Maybe you want to find if you some workout buddies. You got to find some people that might work out with you. Or if you have a family, you can start preparing them, letting them know, hey, listen, I'll be gone from this time to this time. Are you guys going to be able to deal without me being here? You know, if you have a lot of big family, especially, or anytime you make a lifestyle change, it, you know, believe it or not, it affects the people around you, you know? And you want to get a team. You want to have your. You can't do this. People think you can do all this stuff alone. You just can't. Even if it just means your team happens to be whoever net a YouTube guru or book you've read. That's part of your team too. Those are the things that are helping you make the change that you plan to make. So my advice to you guys is don't make any uh don't try to make any overnight changes. Try to make your mental change first before you ease before you go into the physical change transition and best of luck to you guys in all of that in all your endeavors coming into 2020 uh 25 more years till all the white people are minority looking forward to that that's going to be a hell of a new year i'm just kidding i'm just kidding white people that's (laughs) oh and coming up on an election year right boy Man, oh man, uh, let's see how the end of 2020 goes. And uh, very interesting to see how that goes. Not to mention impeachment. What is the deal with that? I saw that he was impeached in the House and now he has to go to the Senate. Is that just stalled in the Senate or has that not happened yet? I'm not even abreast of any of these things currently. So we'll see how all of that goes. But it's definitely been a great year for black art, for black movies and, te- and TV shows. So shout out to... Uh, the directors and creatives, the black creatives that have been really going strong this year and, and years previous. Hope to see a lot more of that, a lot more books. Ta-Nehisi Coates just recently came out with the book Water Dancer, which I have not read yet. I have a, I am backed up on my reading list right now and I refuse to add another book to it until I have completed my assignments. All this research I'm actually doing for you guys as I am revamping the show set to be re-released on the spring equinox so everyone put your prayers up for me please keep your fingers crossed knock on wood throw some salt whatever it is you do give an offering (laughs) to issue uh for me that things go well things go well for me so that i can continue to do the podcast because i have a lot of plans i have a lot of really cool things planned uh i recently started taking a speaking of replenishing yourself i recently started taking a business class and man did i realize how much i do not know about business and i've i'm a person who who i dabble you know i've dabbled in and i still do in investing and i've had a couple llc's over the years and i thought that and i've read several business books but man this business class really showed me that i know nothing you know i know very little and i was actually um running this business, the, my plan, you know, in 
completely wrong, certainly from a marketing standpoint. I realized uh, that I was doing that wrong. So um, so based upon that taking that class, so shout out to my mentor who actually uh, invited me out to a class he was taking. This is an ongoing program, actually, where if you go and you commit a certain amount of hours, you'll be eligible to get a micro or a small business loan, which I'm not quite interested in just yet. But in the meantime, you get classes, they bring in guest speakers to uh, guide you through and um, how to do a business plan, how to do a marketing plan. All these things I've done before. I've actually written several business plans in my life and I realized I was doing it all wrong. I didn't have the business math behind it. I, I had some of the other things, but there were some really key components that I was missing when it comes to business math, how you project out profit and how you... um how you calculate for, you know, cost of getting a customer so you can know your marketing, how to assess the market, your market properly and see what portion of the market you can jump into. So this was a more advanced class for me, far more advanced. And it's actually a class made up of business owners, everyone in the class and a small class, but everyone in the class has been a business owner for 10, 20 years. And even they didn't know certain things. They Every one of them there, even though they had been running a fairly successful business for some decades, the main issue they were having was how to scale their business. They could not figure out how to scale their business. You know, they had high turnover of employees. You know, they couldn't really control their overhead. They had a difficult time with their uh, pricing and things like that. They were they ended up being very client centric in how they ran their company rather than creating the company that the client would come to and all these other things that I was that I'm learning. So in, the, in, in that, it caused me to come take a better look at my business model and plan for being black on earth. And I'm revamping the whole thing. And I really hope you guys are going to like it. And not, like I said, I, I have been reading a lot on how to do radio presentation and things like that, because that's where I feel like I need the most help in. And actually speaking to Nadege Green, I was really worried, really worried that maybe I was doing this whole thing wrong. But uh, she assured me what she said, assured me that I was actually doing it right. I just needed to keep doing it, just keep doing what I'm doing. And, I, and you know, and the parts that I felt like um, I was doing wrong were just the parts that are actually very hard to do, you know. Um, so that was all very positive news. And see, this is the time to do these kinds of things, to do that kind of recon and that kind of research so that you can spend these winter this downtime planning rehashing and doing and making that that turnaround now is where you you spend you know like a they say you know a rudder on a ship is a very small thing turn a big ship but it doesn't turn it on a dime now does it it takes a minute for the ship to actually make the turnaround and so this is what you want to do during this time is you want to take time to turn your ship around and make the adjustments in your life so I'm hoping the best for everyone as they enter into this new year. I do want to say the reason why I'm talking really fast. I'm not even giving you guys any pause. Let me give you a pause. Let me just say that the reason why <laughs> I keep my new year in the spring, because not only does it go along, does it go along with the natural um, way of things where the, the earth sort of re revolves is that even your calendar as you know if, if you have a second grade education you know your calendar is fucking with you right you realize that sept means seven but september is the uh, ninth month 
right? Oct means eight, but October is the 10th month. So your calendar is even lying to you, right? And if you look up the history of the Gregorian calendar, which most of the world follows, you'll realize that that whole thing was just set up around Christianity to help them follow the old church's ways so that Easter would fall around the equinox and all this other stuff. And that was the previous calendar before that was the Julian calendar, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. And all of these calendars moved away from being a used as, a, as a, an agrarian tool, if you will, instead of being set up just to, for vanity's sake, really, you know, to worship their own particular God and religion and control the time, essentially. And they even put their own names up on the calendar. That's where you get August and that's where you get January, you know, because they wanted to flex on y'all, essentially. So the calendar really means nothing. The calendar doesn't really tell you much. Um, as far as seasonally and how you should move about your situation, what you really want to look for is those things that happen in nature. You want to look for the solstice. You want to look for the equinox. You know, these are the things that let you know when things are changing, when times are changing and how you should conduct your business, believe it or not. And that's how it has been done anciently for thousands, hundreds, thousands of years. That's what people will find. That's where you get harvest moon from, right? The harvest moon because the, the moon would shine bright in the sky during a harvest season so that the people could stay in the fields longer harvesting their goods their produce so since we moved away from that so far away from a agricultural society and we just sort of shop to you drop society we, we kind of get detached divorced from nature and in doing so, we lose a lot. We lose a lot of connection with the movements, with the vibrations of the earth. So I, in my attempts, my minor attempts, my minuscule attempts to maintain that, my new year comes with the equinox. I do follow the seasons in that regard. And I actually plan to set up the podcast to follow it in that way. And you'll see what I mean when, when the um, new episode drops, new season drops in uh, March of 2020, which should be... I plan it to be on or around the equinox, and I'll let you guys know. Even this episode here, I had planned to drop it right at the winter solstice, and I missed you guys by more than a few days, but I didn't want to walk out of the year without saying goodbye and saying thank you to um, all my listeners, especially all the people out there in California. When I look at the data, those are where most of my listeners come from. Really appreciate that. I haven't been paying much attention to the broader ranges of social media, so I haven't been on Twitter as much, but I have been on Instagram, so you can still catch me there. You can still catch me anywhere you want to look under S-H-A-A, good guy, or black on Instagram, and also being black on earth or black on earth. If you want to donate the Patreon, you can go to Patreon, being black on earth, also anchor.fm. You can check me out there, which recently was purchased by Spotify. So good on Anchor. They really do uh, deserve it and they run a great uh, platform. So you can check me out there, Being Black on Earth. And you can. there's ways to donate there. You can also check out the website, www.beingblackonearth.com. The, usually I post the latest podcast on there. I might be a little bit behind. And there's some really cool things that I put up on there recently. A new timeline for the history of u.s race relations is up there right now and i also think i posted the new logo that i'm working on 
for the new season for of being black on earth. I like the the old logo, but I wanted something that I think suited it just a little bit more, maybe a little more recognizable. You'll see. If you like it, if you go on the website and you check it out, tell me what you think. Or if you go on my Instagram, I think you might see it there. You might like it. Uh, what else? Did I want to add anything else? No, I don't think so. I think that is it. Um, what am I? I'm at 20 minutes. Should I give you guys a half an hour? If I did give you guys a half an hour, just me ranting, raving, rambling. I'll tell you what the books I've been reading, if anyone's interested. I read, I probably mentioned this in my last update. I'm probably being redundant here. But I have never read The Souls of Black Folks. Shame on me. Souls of Black Folk by W.E.B. Du Bois. So I read that. I finished it. I also finished um, The Fire Next Time by uh, my boy James Baldwin. Another book that I had not, I had never read. I um, And I feel ashamed. What a, an amazing book. And I'm actually going to use that quote uh, that he uses at the end of the book. Uh, what is it? No more water to fire next time. Beautiful. That's from the Negro spiritual. What else? I finished a couple other books. that I'm, I'm currently reading uh, Up From Slavery by Booker T. Washington. I feel like I need to be in on that. And then I have another whole other stack of books. I mean, I stack. Literally, I have about 10 books that I'm attempting to plow through. And I read some other books that were mostly for entertainment purposes, nothing nothing major. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Movies. What good movies have I seen? Well, hmm, that stands out. I was trying to watch this Netflix. What am I talking about? Watchmen. Amazing TV show. Was it Damon Lidloff? Off of the Watchmen comic by... Uh, I don't remember the guy's name. I should give him a... Let me see who was a comic. I, I did read uh, Watchmen, the comic. I read it when it was a compiled... Compiled as a graphic novel. I, I heard, and I hear that it was a um, comic book series. Okay, so the original Watchmen. So everybody knows the film. The film was that. The film was aight. But Watchmen, the comic... I want to say it came out in the 80s. Let's see. Yeah. 86 to 87. Um, so, but I didn't get my hands on it until, like I said, it was compiled into a graphic novel. And that was like 20, 2009, somewhere there. Awesome. One of the best comic books I'd ever read as far as how it tackled even the hit superhero genre and how it tackled politics. Um, really amazing. Alan Moore was the guy who wrote. Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons are the ones, are the two guys who wrote the original comic book. Damon Lidloff is the one who ran the show. And they do a really good job. So the original didn't tackle any racial issues. It was strictly politics. And I guess it dealt with some misogyny and things of that nature. But this one, the HBO version, is not. It's sort of like a sequel, if you will, to Watchmen. Because the original comic book is set in the... 70s and 80s. Sorry, my wife is calling. Set in the set of 70s and 80s. This one is set current time. A boy, Lou Gossett, is in it. That was cool seeing Lou Gossett come make a comeback. Uh, he's in it. Does a great job in it. He's only in it for a short amount of time. But I don't want to spoil it. If you haven't seen it, you definitely want to see it because it the, the centerpiece of the entire story is the Tulsa riots when 
Greenwood, Tulsa, Oklahoma, that neighborhood, that community was destroyed by a white riot. And that plays a focal point and a jump off for the whole story from beginning to end. And it's a very, even though it's done by a white guy, it's a very black story. So, yeah, I would suggest it's better if you actually read Watchmen, the graphic novel, if you haven't. And then it will give you a much better backstory and you'll be able to understand who some of those characters are and what things are happening, what things change, what things stay the same. And then watch Watchmen, which I know is still streaming, even though the season just finished. I don't think they're doing a season two. You can still stream it on HBO right now. So that was amazing. I haven't seen any of the latest ones. I didn't see was it Black and Blue with Naomi Harris, even though I love Naomi Harris. I did not see Queen and Slim. I did see The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Amazing. Uh, let's see who did that one. In case you guys want to see that. That's definitely something you want to see. Last Black Man in San Francisco. Who was in that? Let's see who did it. Alright, so Jimmy Falls and oh man, there's a just amazing scene in there that you have to see. When one of the guys there's a scene where one of the guys is killed. And it's not a it's not a depiction of his murder. It's like he had the guy he he's fixing up a, a house that he thinks that his grandfather built. And every day he goes there, there's some kids that are on the corner, young men that are on the corner, and they sometimes hassle him. And one day one of them isn't on the block. He gets killed. And they say, where is he? And he got shot. And there's a scene that happens after that that is just absolutely amazing. Uh, Mike's, Mike Epps is in it. Rob Morgan is in it. Tashina Arnold. Jimmy Fails. Some of these people I didn't hear. Danny Glover is also in it. That's awesome. Directed, directed by Joe Talbot. I never heard of Joe Talbot. Screenplay by Joe Talbot and Rob Reichert. I hope I'm saying that right. Awesome flick. I re- highly recommend it. Um, it's a good round off of having, um, was it Sorry to Bother You? And what was the other one? Uh, that's sort of along those lines. Can't think of it right now. But everybody was like, get out, Sorry to Bother You, Us. Last Man in San Francisco is a good rounding out of that, even, you know, because it's slightly different genre and much more slow paced but definitely great to get into. Um, am I missing out, missing anything? I see Eddie Murphy is back, did his SNL, so it's going to be good to see him come out and do, I guess he's going to do a comedy skit, right? Maybe Netflix will pick that up, and I guess he's going to do a tour or something like that. I didn't pay too, too much attention. I did see some of his skits on SNL. I don't know, maybe it's just me. It's kind of weird seeing old older Eddie Murphy do his his characters from you know 40 years ago because it feels like he should have evolved like he should we should be getting something different from him like sort of like how we saw the evolution of Dave Chappelle but I guess for Eddie Murphy you know since he hasn't been done done it in so long he's kind of frozen in time so he just kind of thawed out and that's what it feels like when I saw him do Mr. Romperson it was funny because SNL to me hasn't been funny in decades I don't really watch it at all you know they have their moments but it wasn't funny since Eddie Murphy really and yeah, his skits brought a new life to it, and it was and it was funny again. But it was still just weird seeing Eddie Murphy doing this, doing buckweed and Gumby, 
I, I needed an evolution of that, you know. So I hope that his new comedy is an evolution of Eddie Murphy, you know. Sort of like how Chris Rock has come out and he, you know, with Tambourine Man. That was an evolution of Chris Rock, you know. And so it's weird seeing them do their old stuff, you know what I mean? Um, So there's that. What else? Anything else new? That's the arts. Politics. I have not been. I have, I have such a bad taste. Fireworks going off. I have such a bad taste in my mouth for politics right now that I just, I'm worn out. So I don't even, I have not paid any attention to it. I, I know that Kamala Harris is out now. She dropped out, uh, citing she couldn't afford it. <laughs> uh, so right now it's down to what, Marianne Williamson and you have uh, Elizabeth Warren. What's up with Cory Booker? And I don't know, I see Cory Booker's dating Rosario Dawson. That's awesome. I always thought Rosario Dawson was so fine. I always was weirded out when she was dating that one, the comedian dude. That dude is weird. What was it, Eric Aaron? Aaron Eric? Something, I don't know his name. He had that weird show with, with uh, Hannibal Burris on there. That's a weird dude, yo. She was dating that guy. I'm counting my blessings. Certainly counting my blessings, you know. Family's great. Girls are great wife is pregnant but you know same old things i gotta get a jobby job now so all this time these past four years now i have been attempting to build a business and it has not worked out the way that i expected it to both of us me and my wife were trying to build business so it didn't work out so now i have to go back and get a jobby job hopefully temporarily hopefully maybe two jobs temporarily and then right now we're fighting the gentrification right here in miami so it looks like we won't even be able to stay in miami we won't be able to afford it and that's been going on for maybe the past two three years already that we wouldn't be able to afford to stay here um and have to move not even sure where preferably maybe out of florida but i'll keep you posted on that i hope you guys have i hope you guys had a great year certainly an edifying one even if it's wasn't as successful as you liked it to be that you learned a lot you know about yourself and about others maybe about your circle i know sometimes this is the time of year you end up having to cut people off and things like that maybe you earn some new friends and family who knows so i hope that uh, in that situation in that case it was positive for everyone and yeah i'm looking forward to the new year because i've got a lot of things planned out I hope you guys are doing the same. And that is it. Shay Good Guy is out, man. Listen, we are all we've got. We are all we've ever had. Make sure 2020 be good to each other. Peace. Man, I'm just out here being. Yeah. I'm sure they would have done, sure done something. something I'm being black. Beautiful. And now. And everything. Just, I'm sure they would have done everything that it means to be black.